Hi, and welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's. I'm Jessica Krauser, and I don't have Brian Baker with me right now, but I do have Cheryl Kruger with us from C. Kruger's Finest Baked Goods. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Glad to be here. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're able to join. I have so many questions for you. <laughs> um, but real quick, before we get started, I do want to just let everybody know who you are. And yeah. I know you don't like to talk about yourself and boast about yourself, so I'm going to, and you can correct <laughs> me where I'm wrong. But um, but you're an entrepreneur, fantastic entrepreneur here in Columbus, Ohio. Thank you. Um, Thank you. you started Cheryl's Cookies and sold Cheryl's Cookies what year? 2005? I started in 81 okay. and sold it in 2005. It stayed on until through 2009. Okay, 2009. So, but... Um, as time marched on, um, I realized that I was not going to be happy swinging a golf club all the time <laughs> and chasing a little white ball around the field. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, so I did some traveling, and then um, and it got the bug to get back into this business again. So then you started C. Kruger's Finest Baked Goods. We decided to do a higher end cookie, mm -hmm. and so we do. You know, we are developing new cookies. Like the newest one we just did is, a, is an apple pie. Oh no way! Apple pie, a la mode cheesecake. Uh, I mean, a cookie, and then um, hot chocolate cookie. Ooh. Hot chocolate's really good. Are you doing any pumpkin? Yep, we're doing pumpkins, and we have uh, the pumpkin cookie with the cinnamon and icing is really good. Mm -hmm. They're they're all good, but I mean, and then we did um, a new one is got is coming out is a. a Cheesecake. Oh, nice. Caramel cheesecake and um, cinnamon roll. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so that the, uh, sounds like that would be good. Yeah, they're all really good. They're yeah. really excellent. We got a whole, 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 whole fall assortment. Okay, nice. But so you started all of this five years ago, the Sea Kruger? Uh, four years ago. Four I, years ago. So you're still, you were starting a business at a time that wasn't probably easy for you. Oh, with COVID. Right? Yeah. With, uh, not even, I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about Parkinson's. Oh, yeah. So you were diagnosed. Well, tell mm. us about, like, what happened and how did you find out and when, like, when were you starting? Well, and my grandmother had a tremor in her right hand, and, and, and then she, she did it. was a magnificent crocheter and knitter mm. and so on. And then my, um, her oldest daughter, my aunt, had, and I noticed that she, they were hitting around 60-ish, they, they started to develop these tremors in her hand. And I noticed my Aunt Alice's hands got, she had the same tremor my grandmother had. Mm -hmm. And and so I know that they say Parkinson's isn't gen necessarily gen um, genetic, genetic yeah. but but I would argue there's a strong possibility because I've heard other people say the same thing. They're old, or each generation, mm -hmm. she's had to pass it on. So we, um, so my grandmother said, uh, we didn't know Par Parkinson's really wasn't well known back then. And so she, um, we call it essential tremor, so okay. that's what I thought I had. Now they had, they both have um, bones that ache mm -hmm. at times, and uh, but they they thought it was arthritis, uh, so they didn't treat it like with they didn't have any treatment Parkinson's. for Parkinson's back then. Or I'm sure they had some. So they probably had more symptoms than just tremors, and it. But it masks itself as as, <coughs> as um, arthritis. Arthritis. Yeah. So you started with an essential tremor, and then what what. I noticed, led you to go yeah, further. Thank you. Um, uh, I my um, I would if both cookie companies. I write personal letters to the customers. Okay. Thank them for their business. Not not all customers, but you know anybody that yeah. calls up or wants to talk about it. Um, and and I noticed that my handwriting is getting worse. And mm -hmm. I had, I had really nice penmanship, 
I thought, how, how is this happening? And then I noticed I started falling more. I'm, I'm pretty coordinated, and I, and I kept falling and tripping. My, it just, I wasn't working right now. That's the thing. Like, would you trip on your own feet or trip over something or just lose balance? All of the above. Okay. All of the above. My balance now is not as good as it was. Mm -hmm. And that's, um, that's unfortunate because you really need balance if you're going to walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And my, my situation is a little more complicated because I had hip replacement done three years ago. Oh, really? And so when I walk, um, I, my, my left hip just flares way out. And, it's, um, and right now they don't, they're, we're doing it through exercise, trying to see if we can't get it um, mm -hmm. to be more, um, more like functional. More losing, yeah. More because it's got to contribute to the movement. And it's, right now it's a movement disorder. Mm -hmm. So how has it, like... When you were first finding out all these other symptoms of like your falls, like what, what did you do? I went to nine different doctors over the course of a year. Really, like all and neurologists or all different kinds of doctors? No, mostly neurologists. Okay. I, I went to in here in Pittsburgh, did that in um, Cleveland, mm -hmm. and in Columbus. What did they all say? Well, they, you know that's the problem with Parkinson's. It comes in so many shapes and forms. Mm -hmm. They and. Some of varying degrees of, par of Parkinson's, and now my aunt and my grandmother seem to have the same type of Parkinson's, and it seems like I'm following in their footsteps. Mm -hmm. So, but um, but we, different people had different points of view on how to treat it because it's not just hmm. treating Parkinson's, but the, you've got to treat the hip to go with it. Oh yeah. Some people said it's a trans transvellenberger walk, which is uh, it's it's a walk where you're, you're, the person's hips really exaggerate. It's when they walk. Oh yeah, okay. And you're pretty hunched over and so on. Uh -huh. So they have that to deal with, as well as the Parkinson's walk. Uh -huh. But um, so I was in Boston, and they looked at it as well. So between Boston, Pittsburgh, Columbus, and Cleveland, so and talked to other doctors, and everybody just had different points of view. But the advice I got, good advice, was that. Um, one doctor said, you know, you, if you're going to do Parkinson's, you want to do it in a town or a city where you have most of your friends and family, mm -hmm. if that's possible, he said, because um, because it requires a village. <laughs> yeah, it does. And um, and I'm fortunate. I've got a lot of friends and family in Columbus. Mm -hmm. So um, we we stayed there, and, and it's been a great, and it was great advice because there are times when you really need, need the help. And it takes me for like to button a button to take 20 yeah. minutes to button a shirt or 25 yeah. minutes to button a shirt. And I was like, I'm not going to let this shirt beat me. <laughs> but, um, but it is frustrating. <clears throat> but do you like, when you think about all the, like the, the process that you went through of mm -hmm. finding out about your diagnosis and then obviously having the hip on top of that, that yeah. issue, um, did you ever consider taking a step back in, from work just to alleviate that stress? Because I know, st well, at least for me, like stress was a trigger for my symptoms. Mm -hmm. Do you find that same thing to be true? Not so much stress as much as, um, you know, it's, it's kind of time, time of day. My, I, I so want, when I, the, I, my tremors are pretty much gone, mm -hmm. um, which is good, but I've got... Because of medication? Medication, yes. Mm -hmm. But uh, my right leg, uh, from my knee to my ankle... And the right side is like a, the same as your calf, except on the right-hand side of that leg. And um, it's, it's, it's neuropathy setting in. So I've got to make sure that I, I've got an appointment with the doctor, as a matter of fact, about a month from now, mm -hmm. 
to see what they can do about that <clears throat> because I can't lose feeling in that foot or I wouldn't be able to drive or walk. Or, right. I mean, I'd be wheelchair bound. Yeah. And I'm just determined not to do that. Right. You know, it's a fight you got to fight. And some days are really good. Some days are not so good. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I don't, I don't think it's, I, I don't see the stress related yet, uh, showing up, but, uh, but it manifests itself in other ways for me too. Like what? Um, well, uh, on medicine I'm on right now, um, I am getting um, hallucinogens. Oh yeah. And so, and uh, and it seems like they're 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 playful. It's like a lady in the kitchen who's cooking all the time. I was gonna say. So I've never. Um, so this is probably not disease related, but the medication related hallucinations. Yes. Hallucinogens. Yeah. Do you know that it's fake, or do you think it's real? Like, well, it depends. Some are you can tell they're fake. Uh-huh. But um, but it is so scary because it's um, because it looks so real. Yeah. It's like when you're when um, but a lot of them will have hoodies on with their face mask, or they don't want to be seen. Hmm. But the, and um, and they they appear and disappear, you know, without movement. Or, I mean, without um driving a car out or anything they just kind yeah. of walk in through your door and walk through back out and it's all that that that's all a dream and um so is it so what, scary like i mean i would that would yeah well it's scary when you when i when my parents are deceased mm-hmm. and when they came back uh, i saw an image of that that mm-hmm. just that, that was that was hard because yeah. i get a eulogy at both their services mm-hmm. it's like no my parents are not here my parents are you know Wow. Uh, deceased, and uh, but then you also touch the person, and your hand goes right through their arm. Wow. So it's like a so it's clearly a spiritual thing. Wow! But it is. Uh, but it, it's it's. I realize that my mind is so underutilized. Mm-hmm. A, a human being mind. They said we use maybe five percent of our brain, and it is amazing. Wow! Um, how. Um, the brain is just functions, mm-hmm. and and how people can, how some people can see these images, and other people can't. Mm-hmm. I think eighty percent of them are don't see it, but twenty to twenty percent do, and I'm in the lucky twenty percent. <laughs> but as far as the the body goes, um, you know, you just the best thing you can do is exercise and stretch every day because Parkinson's wants kind of. Kind of close the the door, you know. Mm-hmm. Make it, kind of curl your body up. Yeah. And you, you got to think, you know, exercise your arms and spread them all out mm-hmm. so that you you know you can get um, the full so effect big. of it. And yeah, big voice. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So you have like such a positive attitude. It seems you know like, and not not everybody living with Parkinson's has that same feeling. Yeah. And and just seeing you as like you. You started multiple businesses. You're still, you know, working at your business, and you're uh, you're you're helping me, you know, with the five K for sure. JK now. Like you're still supporting nonprofits. Like, what like what's a good message that you would tell somebody who's either newly diagnosed that feels like their world is over, okay. or somebody who's still just you know sitting around because they think I can't do anything? What would you say to them? Well, my grandmother. Um had broke, fallen and broken her hip when she was 85, 86. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the nurses said she'll never walk again. And, and my grandma said, yes, she will. And good farmer stock. She, um, she was right. She was walking within six months after she got out of the hospital. Wow. And, um, and so the nurses said to her, um, you know, 
why wasn't she depressed? She was, why didn't she, why was she, how could she get, you know, feel her feeling so good and good enough to leave the hospital? Mm -hmm. And, and my grandmother just said, um, is there any other way to be? She said, there's just no other way to be. Why, why God didn't put us on earth here just to be crabby all the time or owly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, what are we contributing? What are we helping give back? So I love that. So I loved, so when she, like when I was little, I'd sell mud pies on the side of the road and I'd bake them. <laughs> My mom's muffin cantons. And um, I'd put mud in some of the cupcakes and the other ones I put stones in. And I'd charge mm -hmm. a penny for the one, for the mud pie, the small one. And then with the stones, I charged two cents. And people would stop by and pay it and take their to mud bar home or, or mud cookie or mud cupcake home. Mm -hmm. And my mom came out one day and she said, I can't believe people buy and stop by and buying that. And, and you know, she said, that's never going to sell. And, yeah. and I said, well, I never, I never gave her a thought that it wouldn't. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. you just have to, you just have to, you have to put on, a, you know, when they, when they put, do your eyeglasses, uh, they put these flat, these lenses, one or two. And you yeah. Just, and you get to pick. You get to pick. You see through your eyes. You see half full or half empty. Oh. And, and so, and I'm fortunate enough. I, I just, it's hard to do hard to be positive all the time. Yeah, well, that's even one of my biggest things. Like with the nonprofit, and that why I was so open with my kids with my diagnosis, because I knew there was good things that I wanted to do, mm -hmm. but more so I wanted them to see how you, you know, everybody's going to face some sort of issue or, or you know roadblock in their right. life and but it's how you know how you overcome it right. shows the type of resilience that anybody can have it's just like everyone's capable you just you have to you have to take those first steps forward so that's right. you know what I wanted to show my kids and right. you know thankfully they're they're picking up on that and now even yeah. with their friends like they see you know they're asking questions and it's that's <clears> great you know not hiding behind it but right you know, pushing through, so. There's a reason why I got this. I don't know what the reason is, but someday I'll find out. Yeah. And um, in the meantime, I'm just going to play the hand, play the cards you dealt with. Mm -hmm. And be glad you're, you know, when I get up in the morning and put my feet in the ground, it's like, okay, I'm happy. I'm here another yeah, day. Still here. <laughs> I told my, my Aunt Alice and I were close, and, and we talked about um, treating each day like a gift. Mm -hmm. And you get up in the morning, open your gift up and see what lies ahead. Oh. And so, you know, what's the gift for the day? And be, be grace or forgiveness or yeah. whatever you want, whatever it is. Get um, see, the person you may have not helped. And I know one of the things I'm grateful for is as I see, um, as I see people walking, watching me walk, you know, because I have a walker. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the number of people getting doors for me now, and, and it's really good. There's a, quite a few people that are really. Mm -hmm. Very special out there. Yeah, most people are, but there are a few that are a little cranky. <laughs> but um, but I'm fortunate enough that the neighborhood I live in, the people are very kind and That's very right. very. And and it really it really does help mm -hmm. to have people close by, because um, you know the things like someone will get your button tied or getting your buttons or tying your shoes. You know, just basic things. It's, it, you just lose the mobility. Do you wish you would have talked about or opened up about Parkinson's sooner? Um, yes and no. I think yeah, if I would have opened up sooner, I don't think I would be as objective about it. I can talk now a little bit more with regard to um, how, how I felt. And mm -hmm. that's okay if so some days be good and some days not be good. Because yeah. um, it's, it's um, 
It's fact. It's a roller. It's really a roller coaster because yeah. it's it's not a gradual improvement mm-hmm. because you'll go ups and downs mm-hmm. and and um and I'm I'm more equipped to answer those to address those issues and say well this is how I handle it yeah and um and it would seem to work out okay. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. In our last thirty seconds, I'll leave you with this. Everybody can create their own journey. It's having a positive attitude and knowing that if you just get up in the morning, put your feet on the floor and know that you can open up this day as a great gift to anybody. So take care and we'll see you next time. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, email info at thesecretlifeofpd.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast you are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.